I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the Essential for Women multivitamin, and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet and I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the, the essential for women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com slash birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. We are talking to Lauren today, and she had two natural births. Her first was in a hospital, and she used a doula for both. Her second was at home, and it was a super fast labor, like midwife and doula almost missed it kind of labor. So you'll love hearing her story because she's super prepared. She used hypnobirthing. She couldn't really utilize that in her second because it was no. so quick. <laughs> Not enough time no, for that. But, but you'll really like hearing her story. Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely cool to hear her journey and how she was able to achieve that natural birth for both of her labors, even though they looked very different. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at birthnaturally and check out our newest venture, which is our YouTube channel. Yeah, we've been like, so far, um, 
we don't have many things up there, but we're hoping to, you know, do it more regularly to reach more people and hopefully promote our podcast a little bit further. But I've been sharing some pregnancy updates on there and we're going to kind of do like birth naturally and beyond almost just, you know, motherhood and we'll be both homeschooling this year. So we'll be talking about, you know, our choices and our thoughts on that and all different kinds of things. So if you have any topics you'd like us to touch upon, then please let yeah, us know. Yeah, reach out. Yeah, so we're really excited about it. We're having definitely having fun with it so far. So go ahead and check that out. It's in the show notes page. Just click that link and subscribe if you want to keep seeing our videos. And also... I you were going to say our beautiful faces or something. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> No, I would not say that, but you she did. Might, so, yeah. <laughs> but also subscribe to this, and so that you get them. You know, the podcast will come up in your feed every week. And if you could just rate and review us, we would really appreciate that. And we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. Welcome, Lauren. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? Okay, so I'm currently a stay-at-home mom. I have been for two years since my son was born. Um, I used to be an art teacher, and I actually was on leave for these two years, and I just resigned this month um, to continue to be with my babies at home. And so my husband is the one that, you know, uh, takes care of us. And, yeah, that's my family oh. so far. Oh, that's so exciting. So why don't we start, your your oldest is uh, about two, correct? Yes. Okay. So what, his name is Wesley. Oh. How did you start your journey to thinking about starting a family? Um, so we started um, about six months after we got married. We decided we wanted to have kids. We didn't really want to wait. Um, and so we got pregnant pretty quickly and um, right away I knew that I wanted to try to do everything that I could to kind of keep the birth, um, the labor and birth as natural as possible. I really didn't want any medications or anything like that, Um, but I was a little bit hesitant to have a home birth as my first just because I didn't really know what was coming. I had never given birth, and so... um, I decided to stick to the hospital route the first time and I did practice hypnobirthing and that was what helped me the most um, as far as, you know, having everything natural in the hospital. And also um, I had a doula Mm. and she was the one that really guided us um, through the whole process, especially the day of the birth. Um, Without her, I think um, I really wouldn't have stuck to the all natural, but she was the one that helped us the most, not only myself, but my husband. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I recommend those to anybody. <laughs> yeah, we hear that a lot. <laughs> that, and, as, and I think the last episode, somebody talked about how, how much their doula really helped the husband. That's really cool. So how yeah. did you know, like, what were your reasons behind wanting to have a natural labor? Well, I didn't really want any medication to affect the baby, mm-hmm. and I didn't really see any reason to use medication unless I really, really felt that I needed it, 
And I felt that the hypnobirthing was really going to work for me. Um, if I, I felt like it was all in, in your mind, you know how they say like pain and all that is in your mind. And, and it really, really, really helped. Like hypnobirthing is another thing, doula and hypnobirthing. It was just like that really helped me the whole way through. Um, I was able to breathe through each, uh, surge and, Actually, when I went to the hospital, they made me go back home. Um, I was about, I want to say I was like having contractions like five minutes apart. And I was like almost six centimeters. And they sent me back home because they said that I was like, I guess they thought I was too calm. (laughs) (laughs) And they sent me back home. And so we had actually gone because I was supposed to labor in the water at the hospital that I was at. And, um, I ended up laboring at home in a tub and that ended up working out really well because it was nicer to be home while I was laboring in the tub. And my husband was able to get in with me and I didn't really have to go in and out of the water being monitored. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. And then once I felt it was time to go, you know, we went, that must have been hard having to get out of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going back was hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the drive yeah. back was not fun. <laughs> oh, gosh, I'm sure. So then when you got to the hospital, how far along were you? Um, I want to say I was like probably eight centimeters already. That's nice. That's nice to get there. And not like that kind of makes your decision to go natural much easier because you're at the end already. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I had been laboring like at home the entire day. It all started like at two in the morning and I didn't have him till 1043 at night. Oh, wow. So that was a long long day. That is a very long day. (laughs) Yeah, but compared to my second birth, that was an hour and a half. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't have made it to the hospital on my second one. <laughs> wow. So let's talk a little yeah. bit then about your, your home birth. So how did you make the decision? It was time for number two. People are always, that's always a scary thought when you're thinking about, you know, you're comfortable with one and now we're going to add another one. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, you know, we wanted more than one. I'm an only child and my husband is one of three. And, um, I always felt like, you know, I really wanted a sibling when I was younger. So, um, I definitely wanted a sibling for my little boy. Um, so for our second one, I definitely wanted to, you know, do the hypnobirthing again. And I definitely did not want to be in a hospital this time just because, you know, the last time they made me go home and like, I don't know, I felt more comfortable. And even though, Every birth and all labor is different with every child. I still felt like comfortable, um, at least in a birth center. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first thing that I kind of looked into was birth centers. And then the more I looked into it, my husband was like, why don't we just do it at home? And his mom had all three babies at home. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So That's for him, nice. him, it was like... I support whatever you want. You know, my mom had all three home births and, you know, I'm all for it. So it was nice to have that support. Um, 
and so then I started looking into midwives and originally I had looked into one and she wasn't on my insurance and all that. So I ended up going with a different one and it ended up going really, really well. Um, she was from a birth center in um, Hollywood and because I'm here in Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, so we started with uh, my appointments. I think I switched with her, I want to say, I was like maybe 18 weeks or 16 weeks or something like that when I switched. Mm-hmm. Um, so I switched from my my original OB to her and uh, it was great. I would have my appointments sometimes at the house or at the birth center. And it was just so different than being with an obstetrician um, at a doctor's office. Just like the care that they give you is so different because they spend an hour with you and they, you know, really, it didn't feel like, okay, here are my questions. Here's the rundown that I always do. It was more like tailored to me. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that like personal connection. It was nice. Yeah. That's, um, that's a huge, both of, both of us had hospital births and now home, she, my sister had a home birth. I'm having a home birth and the midwifery model of care is just so different you felt like a I felt like a number with my OB but with my midwife they they feel I feel like they know you you know and they ask you questions they know things about your family and you get yeah you build a relationship it's different Mm -hmm. definitely yeah it makes it much more comfortable when you have someone coming into your home and you know you know this person (laughs) so that I ended up having my my doula also again just because she was so great the last time and I really wanted to have her again. So we did that. And, um, basically I, with my son and my first birth, I had, he came at 38 weeks and six days. And with my daughter, she came at 38 and three. So I had a feeling that she was going to come early. Mm -hmm. Um, and then literally the day, it was, I think, 38 and 2. That day I had gone to my um, my midwife at the birth center. And they normally don't, like, check you unless you ask them to. And so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm curious. You know, I've been feeling a lot of pressure. And I just, like, I had a feeling I had been drinking my red raspberry leaf tea and bouncing on my birth ball, mm-hmm. <laughs> wanting her to come already. Um and so she checked me and I was already a hundred percent effaced and four centimeters. Oh, wow. So I knew <laughs> that she was coming and I said, all right, this is happening like today or tomorrow. And it was, that was February 27th and she came February 28th. One more day and she would have been a leap year baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> wow. So you were yeah. definitely getting so, ready, like knowing that she was going to come early when you probably hit like 38 weeks. You're like, <laughs> time to get this thing moving. Did you do anything else besides like drinking the tea? Did you try any other methods to kind of get no, labor those, started? Those two, those two were the ones I did with my son and I kind of swore by it. So I was like, I'm going to do it again because I know it's going to. Like and that's for me, you know, everybody's body's mm-hmm. different, obviously, definitely. but that definitely worked for me with him. So, um, I started that with her and, um, yeah. And then that, that day at one thirty-seven in the morning, I, I started, I woke up and like, I had this, I 
really long contraction. Like it was literally eight minutes long. And I was like, oh my gosh, I hope this is not the whole time. It was, I had so much pain for eight minutes that I was like, what is happening? I didn't know. And then I had gone to the bathroom. I tried walking around to like make it stop and nothing was happening. So I woke my husband up and finally it stopped. But then they started coming on fast every two to three minutes. So I finally called my midwife and I told her. And then like 30 minutes later, I called my doula and she was like, okay, I'm coming over. So they both started getting ready. And I was basically laboring in the shower um, up until they got there. My son was knocked out, thank God, (laughs) even though he was going to. I kind of wanted him to like be there and see the whole thing because that was the plan. I had been preparing him for it, but it worked out. He was asleep. Um, And so we filled up the tub and and actually we didn't get to fill it full of water because at that point um, I got when my doula and midwife got there, they got there five minutes before the baby was born. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> my husband thought he was going to deliver the baby. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but what was going yeah, through your head like, at this point? Like, what were you thinking? Oh, I knew she was coming. Like, I was like, you know, like, because from my previous experience, I knew what it felt like. So I was like, I need to push. Like, you need to call the midwife because I need to push. And they got there right away. She was at the gate. Um, and (laughs) as they were coming in, I'm like on the floor of my shower and I'm like, I need to poop. (laughs) Should I sit on the toilet? (laughs) No, don't do that. No, no. Oh my God. Isn't that funny how we all do that? We're like, no, no, I swear. That's what it is. And they're like, no, it's not. (laughs) So I got in the tub and... Um, I mean, I didn't even push. She came out on her own. I, the, you know, that feed, fetal, uh, fetal ejection. Yeah. Fetal ejection. ejection reflex. Reflex. Yeah. yeah. She just, her head came out and then I was going to push again. And they were like, well, not push again, but I, I felt like I had to push. And they were like, no, don't push. Just, you know, leave it. And so her head was out and I felt it with my hand. And then the, she just, came out and I pulled her up and put her on my chest. (laughs) You must've been almost in shock for it to go that quickly. It was crazy. She was here at three Oh six and I started everything at one thirty seven. and I didn't, we didn't know the gender. So it was like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So like it really started from the get go, just super intense and it just lasted that way for an hour and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that the pain kind of, if you have one of those really fast labors, it's basically like the pain is all condensed, like yeah. super yeah. hard. I felt like it was like, just like, like transition the whole time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I oh guess because I was gosh. so close. You probably, yeah. And you probably were. You probably, yeah. Cause yeah. You must have been like, just when you woke up, you're immediately in transition, <laughs> just dealing with exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> So you didn't get any of that, yeah. like, easing into it, early labor that <laughs> kind of gets you prepared no, for that? No, definitely not. Wow. And no, you, I had that with my son. Yeah, yeah, you had it once. That was enough. So were you having contractions, like, in the weeks prior or none at all? 
Um, I definitely felt a lot of pressure. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like I was possibly having like, like I, I said a lot of Braxton Hicks, but my midwife was like, it was probably prodromal labor right. mm-hmm. and you just like weren't aware of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I felt was happening. Wow. That is so crazy. Yeah. So how, how was your recovery and postpartum experience with your first versus your it second? Huge difference. So with my first, I, I couldn't even walk. Like it was, it was like really, I felt like a lot of pain and it's weird because I didn't even tear that much. I didn't even have a stitch. They said it was like the time they called it a skid mark. And so they didn't even like sew me up or anything, but I was still in a lot of pain down there. And with my daughter, she said the same thing, tiny, tiny tear. And I felt nothing. Wow. So it was like a huge difference. Wow. So did you give yourself with, with both babies? Did you give yourself some time to just relax? I know it, it must be hard if it, when you're in the hospital, you kind of are forced to lay in bed and relax. But with your second, did you give yourself some time to just kind of relax and heal or were you up and at it and feeling good right away? Um, yeah, I did actually give myself, um, the midwife was like, you have to stay in your room for 48 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of just stayed, you know, put with the baby and I relaxed and most of my family was here at home. So, um, they were able to help and like keep the, my toddler entertained and, um, that helped a lot. I have a two story house. So she was like, do not go down the stairs for the first 48 hours. Mm-hmm. But I was like itching to get out of my room already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a tough balance, especially when you're, you know, you're a stay at home mom, you're used to just getting things done and you're, you know, having yeah, to rely definitely. on somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Isn't it so mm-hmm. nice to just like have your baby at home and then not have to go anywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. It was, I, I love that. And I tell everybody, like, if you are, you know, low risk, healthy, definitely have a home birth. It's like the experience is just so different. And I, yeah, honestly, I loved it. I would, if, if we ever like have another baby, I would definitely do it at home. I would think about going to the hospital. Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> I always say like that car ride home with a tiny baby is oh my god it's the scariest thing ever like does everyone drive like a maniac and you're like (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and just avoiding that so that's something I'm really looking for (laughs) yeah (laughs) so did you do the hip I guess you didn't even have time to really do the hypnobirthing with this um, I definitely labor. tried, but during you transition, tried. it's like everything goes out the window. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And you, so you had a plan to do it, but it just didn't quite work out. That way. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like talking to myself in the shower. <laughs> I'm like, for sure, my husband thinks I'm crazy. I would like try to breathe through it, and then I'd be like, okay, I got this, I got this, and then I'd be like, oh no, 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 it's coming. no, don't have this. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so hard. <laughs> that's yeah, too funny. And then, but he he knew from like my last birthday because the doula helped him like what he had to do to help me as well. Even though he was trying to like fill the tub, he would try to fill the tub and then give me counter pressure on my back, <laughs> and then I'd be like, "I need you again! I need you again!" Oh. <laughs> He's running back and forth. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. But it was, it was good. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so do you have any products that you love for yourself or for your baby uh, postpartum? I know you're, you still have a pretty little one, so maybe some things are fresh in your mind. You know, it's, it's funny because it's so different, like with each baby, mm-hmm. um, like with my son, I swore by the, like, there's this thing, it's kind of like the Daca top, but it's called the snuggle me lounger. Mm-hmm. And he loved sleeping in that thing, even though I know they don't like suggest it or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah. he loved it and we used it, you know, in his bassinet, like all the time. And with my daughter, she hated it. <laughs> I took her out of it and she sleeps amazing now but also um I think the one thing that I definitely would recommend to um other parents it's not a product but it's um like a sleep training program called taking care of babies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um that we used for my son when he turned five months and he sleeps amazing now and my three-month-old now sleeps through the night already Oh my gosh. Um, wow. Just because we set her up for good sleep and and when they're that little you don't like necessarily sleep train. Mm-hmm. You know, you go by their, you know, what their um like what their cues. Called? like whatever they're ready for. Yeah. Okay. At that age, you know. And yeah, she's doing great. Honestly, I didn't expect her to be sleeping through the through the night at this age and she's doing amazing. We actually, um, I know they suggest at six till six months, leave them in the bassinet, but we were comfortable. And, um, a week ago she actually started sleeping in her crib. Oh, wow. And she's doing really, really good. Uh, She, even the transition from the bassinet to the crib wasn't hard because during the day I was doing naps in her crib. So she Mm -hmm. was already familiar with her room. Right. And she's sleeping, you know, from eight to like six in the morning. Oh my gosh, you're so lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so. I think it's so important too to th- to. I mean, what you said about how each baby is different. You know, some I've heard stories about how some babies sleep so terribly in the like they're maybe really light sleepers. They sleep really badly in the in the bassinet, and parents feel mm-hmm. like a weird guilt about putting them in the crib. But you just have to kind of go with what works for you and what works with each individual baby because they are all, they're different people. You know, each one is a different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of following those cues and figuring it out and. Yeah. yeah and it's whatever you're comfortable with. I think I probably wouldn't have done it with my first. Yeah. But now with my second, you know, you know more. And, mm-hmm. and if you're comfortable. You know, yeah, exactly. I know. Don't feel like. I mean, obviously you should follow safety rules, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, you just kind of have to do what works for you. And that's so, I mean, once you get that confidence as a mom, I think it's a game changer, you know, <laughs> you're just like, this yeah, is my kid, sure. I'm going to do what I feel good doing. So good for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, one last question for you. Do you have any advice for moms who may be considering a med-free birth? Um. Well, I definitely recommend the hypnobirthing. I think that was key, Mm -hmm. um, at least for the unmedicated part um, in a hospital, if you're going to do it in a hospital, definitely hypnobirthing. I just, I highly recommend that to anybody that's having a baby. And if you can afford a doula, 
or even if you find like a doula in training that, you know, maybe is more affordable, um, that definitely helped us as well. And it helps your partner kind of help you during the birth. So those are like the, my two big things when having a baby. Yeah. Awesome. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, you can message me through my Instagram. Um, it's raising reads, uh, raising dot reads. And I'm sure you guys will tag it. When you yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, but I answer any questions through DM. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing your stories. I'm sure people like we've heard a lot about hypnobirthing and yours is just another testament to how well it works. I mean, home or hospital. So that's awesome. So we appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Lauren for sharing her stories with us today. Yeah. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram at birth naturally and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If you could, it really helps promote our podcast and we're trying to reach as many people as we can. So we'll see you next time, guys.